Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Not Down post game show on the Knicks YouTube, on the Strickland YouTube channel. Um, if you're listening to this after, um, God bless on the Strickland Podcast Network. Um, Knicks lose to you know our names, you, you probably know the score by now. Have you seen the game? Like, let's just start because, like, yo, well, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, <laughs> Knicks lose go. to not my surprise at least because I expected yeah. this. I said this on the last two post games. I was like, hey, okay, see, they're a team I would not take lightly, and here they are. They put up a master class against us. Um, you know. Just three-pointers galore. I mean, Nick set a record in the first quarter for first quarter points. And that was that was the high point of the night. Besides Emmanuel quickly, Cam Reddish, and Obi Toppin, as usual. Um, but yeah, I mean, not I'm not surprised. I mean, how many threes did we give up tonight? I don't even know. Like they gave up. 17 threes. Of course. The Thunder shot 63% from the field, yep. 55% from three, mm-hmm. and 90% from the field on um, yep. the free throw line. Now, I mean, hey, this is this is what you're gonna get from this team from now on. Um, if you are Josh, he had a triple double again. Yep. Um they scored 43 in both the second and third quarters. Um, there was nothing the Knicks could defense could do. There was nothing at all. I mean, I don't even know where to start, honestly. No, we're gonna start with that fucking coach, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, Schwinn had a Schwinn had a good point in his recent tweet. He said, "There's no point in being upset at Thibs anymore because the front office seems to be content with it because they still haven't made any decision to fire him. They had an opportunity last last year to do it when we saw the peak of this stupidity. I think." Um, but yeah, I mean, as long as he's, as long as the front office is like, couldn't continue to back him, then there's no point in even like being upset at dips. Cause they're, they, they seem fine with it. They're like, Hey, that's like, our guy. Like what I, it feels like they're using the fact that the Knicks have been mediocre and that this is easy the front office. This is the best front office the Knicks have had since I was born to their advantage because they're just like well you know six and seven like they're chilling like they're gonna be five they can do bare minimum and they are already exceeding expectations i just it just it's so dumb looking at this like because like they're right in a way but it's also like anybody can have the team in a six and seven record so like i could have them at a six and seven record i've done it so many times on 2k like it's not that hard this is literally my GM. Like you, this is not hard to keep coach this team to a six and seven record, because this team, like, like that, like Kyrie Irving got water for that. Like, sport, bro, put Steve Nash in coach right now. He'd have us a six and seven. Like, who literally. wouldn't have us a six and seven? Like any literally. coach in the league right now would have any us a six and any half competent coach would have us at six and seven. Bro, That's like, like bare minimum with this roster. Leon Rose could probably coach this team to six and seven himself. Like. What has this team done that you've been like, well, Tom Thibodeau, he may not, he may not be the problem. Like, but he is he the solution? No, Definitely not. like he, there's nothing, nothing that states that somehow Tom Thibodeau is the answer for this team long-term. He should not be here anymore. And I don't understand the hesitancy to fire him. And it's just because like, oh, well, he's going to coach to the 500. And it's like, that's not what you want. That's not the goal. That's not the end goal, at least. Like I understand, and and, and, and the process, at least, if you're gonna coach the 500, the process has not been that of a good process at all. I mean, just look at tonight. Fournier closes over Brunson, over RJ. I mean, RJ had a pathetic showing, but like, he's gonna give you something much more than what Fournier provided tonight. The fact that Fournier was like in for almost a whole fourth is insanity to me. I, I don't get, like, that made no sense to me. Like, he did why not he... do anything good. At least Brunson had a good shooting night. Brunson gave you 17 and 7, even though, like, it's 24 minutes. Like, why aren't you closing with Brunson? 
And if you don't want to close with Brunson, why not put Grimes out there for defense? Why not even try Grimes out on Shea? Like, like there was, why there not? was no logic to this, like the closing lineup. Like I get quick, quickly was in, quickly had the best game out of everybody. Him and oh, him or Reddish, like they play, but like why is why is Fournier closing games? Um, I, I just there is nothing to say that's positive. Bro, you could have put Derrick Rose in for Fournier, and I'm pretty sure like it would it would have been better. And Derrick Rose has been like up and down this season. He had he had like a decent enough game, but like I just. Oh, speaking of Derrick Rose, like, why the hell is he guarding Shea Gilgis Alexander in the third quarter when they're like he's going on a heater, and Shea scored like 19 in the quarter, and for some reason we're putting Derrick Rose on him on switches on an island, mind you, like nothing makes sense right now. This team, nothing of this team makes sense, and I'm struggling to, I'm really struggling to see like the benefit of Tom Thibodeau versus the negatives, like. Is he? He's not even galvanizing anybody because, like, this team still is giving up career nights to random scrubs. Like, nothing has changed the last year or so. This team still looks mediocre as hell, directionless as hell. Like, and they're still not being they're still not being optimized. Like, Isaiah Hartenstein is one of the best passing big men in the league, and he's averaging. Less than an assist a game. If you're going to bring in Isaiah Hartenstein, why do you not have him doing more with the ball in his hands? Why is he not passing more? And if that's the logic, you just want to play him like a drop defender, which he is not, then why did you block Sims, who plays the style that Tom Thibodeau wants really well, and he played a really good game again today? Like, Man, Brunson did not play the last 17 minutes of the game. Dude, what? And if you're Rick Brunson, how the hell are you not a tips in the air? Like, dude. <laughs> bro, hey, bro. my son gave us 17 and 7. Um, maybe we should try him out here real quick. Just don't put him on Shea. Like, don't put him on Shea or Giddy. Like, like, how about that? What is Evan Fournier bringing you? He's not even hitting anything right now. If he was like on a heater, I can understand it. You know, if he had like 10 points, three or four from three, whatever. I fine, bring him in. I guess that's like the right decision. He's at least hitting his threes. But he didn't hit anything. He did nothing. He did absolutely nothing today. He was literally as effective as you or I were tonight. Literally, you could have had me running out there doing cardio. You could have had a fan out there in the audience in the in, in Bro, the arena. The, just the guy who like hit the half court shot last week. He did more than ever for Ever Fournier has this week. He like, did more. He brought more joy to the team. But to the, the court guy that won the Wakanda trivia today and won seven hundred fifty dollars did more than ever Fournier today. At least he at least he helped out his whole world. Like there's nothing, nothing that Ever Fournier gave you tonight that would somehow suggest that he was worthy of closing this game. And for Tom Thibodeau, like somebody's got to ask about that. Somebody has to ask about this at some oh, point. You, oh, you think the journalists with their access are gonna do their job? Oh, you think Fred, <laughs> no, Fred Katz is just enjoying the fucking post games. He's not caring about his damn job. But like, I just I don't understand what Tom Thibodeau is thinking. I don't know what the the front office is thinking with like just not oh my gosh getting rid of these guys like if you're gonna keep Thibs as the coach which you shouldn't but if you are at least at the bare minimum get rid of stuff that's going to cause him to be detrimental to the team um we are going to get into comments re- like really soon because I see a ton pouring in. Shout out to everyone that's here. Um, embracing all the negativity. Get the um, fucking we'll get... out of the way. <laughs> get it out of the way now? All right, let me get it out of the way now. Um, everyone's favorite part of the, the episodes, if you if you're, if this is your first time, leave a like, subscribe. Um, we are going to get into some comments, so keep, keep dropping those comments, those questions. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball's back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Um, 
in terms of matchups that I like, um, let me take a look in terms of NBA because I'm looking at NFL stuff right now because um, the NFL is on, and that's better to bet on than the NBA, apparently. Um, tonight, ooh, Nets versus Lakers, or even bet, even better yet, um, Kings versus Warriors. Steph always goes off against the Kings. Um, he's been on a heater lately. Take that information as you will. I will be probably crafting a parlay later on, including Steph Curry and probably Warriors Moneyline. Um <clears throat> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN as you see in the corner of your screen. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Let us get into comments. Shout out to everyone that's leaving comments right now. Let's go up to the top. We got a whole bunch. Chris Bernhard says, I know RJ was awful today, so not playing him the fourth makes sense, but why didn't Brunson see time over Evan Fournier? Also, I'm praying on a Woj Nodi soon. I keep praying. <laughs> keep praying because that Woj Nodi is not coming anytime soon. This team has its full support. The front office made that clear at the end of last season when he was shitting himself. So we will just not see. Shitting himself is being polite. He had full-on diarrhea, like fucking prom night level like i shit my pants like first time about to have sex about to lose virginity level of shitting or he just fucking collapsed in the clutch like and somehow someone he kept his job bro yeah so oh. that isn't coming in but um back to what you said about um rj being awful and why didn't brunson see time i have no idea your guess is as good as mine i think he was going for um the old excuse of evan fournier is bigger so he would be better to defend Josh Giddy or Shea Gilchrist, which, Alexander, makes, no which makes no sense because RJ is better. Is RJ is the same size? But I get to see that as the argument as to why Brunson didn't get time. And they over both Evan suck Fournier. offensively, so like the default is always just go to RJ. Yes, it is. It always is. I know he got into oh. foul trouble, but like the fourth quarter would have been the perfect time to like let him, you know, get, even if he fouls out. Who yeah, cares? let him let him get some reps in, like having him sit. For the entire almost the entire second half is insane. It's insane. It's insane. I just don't know what other adjectives to use other than insane because that's basically like that is what Dibs is at this point. Um, Brian Benjamin, Thunder are an athletic team. Why not go Obi Randall? Hate our coach, shaking my head. Um, again, have no idea. Why not go Obi Randall? He refused to go to it, and like that would have been this was this was the perfect opportunity to go to it. Um, shout out the Giants. Looks like they just scored a touchdown. Yes, sir. Daniel Jones is the best fucking player in New York right now. Just turn the fuck up. Yes, sir. Got that da- that Darius Slayton connection. Hell um, yeah, boy. At least the Giants ain't letting me down this year. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, we had to sacrifice every year. We got to sacrifice a New York team for another New York team to do well. I guess it's going to be the Knicks for the Giants. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know why he didn't go Obi Randall, um, especially when the Thunder were basically like spreading us out, playing five out, basically. They had Muscala out there, who we joked about killing us from three. He had a couple threes today. Um, Poku hit a couple threes. Um, Robinson Earl hit some threes. Like They were just all were killing us. And again... Was not to my surprise because I I called it I called it on the last couple post games that they were gonna game. do this. Dog, but, I said but yeah. jokingly, I was like, "Prokashevsky gonna wet us up," and he did. Yeah. We let that fucking people wet us up, bro. We should be ashamed. We should be ashamed. Dude, I'm pretty sure the next game their most points of regulation ever. Not ever. I think the most ever was um. The Wilt Chamberlain game, one hundred sixty-nine, but we were close. Okay, okay, okay. like we were modern, close in the modern, oh, the modern era. era probably very. I'm not close. counting the sixties, but like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll very look it close. up. It's very close, probably. But yeah, I mean, Obi Randall would have been perfect for this. Um, especially Obi playing really well today. Like he was one of the few bright spots of today, which we will get into bright spots at one point or another, depending on how the comments roll in. But um, yeah, Obi was one of the bright spots today. Hit his threes once again. Played with energy. Played with pace. Play had some good defensive plays as well. Like he just played well once again and was rewarded with as little time as possible. Evan Fournier played more minutes than Obi Toppin today. Why was that a thing? Why? 
Like, I just don't understand. Like, oh my gosh. Um, Hawkeye420 says, everyone but Sam was surprised by today. I mean, I think a lot of people weren't surprised. Um, Although, but I, yeah, I, confirmed, by the way, it is the most quickly given in regulation in the modern era of NBA mm, basketball. Interesting. Tom Thibodeau, people. Defensive, defensive genius. Guru. Defensive coach of the guru. year. Two-time coach of the year. All that, all that BS that is his his stands um, quote to 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 stamp him. Boomer Twitter is like you can't rock the boat, you know, like consistency, bro, bro. Give me Doc Rivers. Give me Doc Rivers so much right, right now. Right, bro, I don't care. I don't care. Let's relax. I don't care, bro. Let's relax. At least Doc Rivers go had them boys playing hard. At least for the regular season. I don't care if we choke in the playoffs. At least we make the playoffs. Like. I'm let's, done. Let's, I'm over it. Let's relax. Mike Brown, well, no, he's got a job right now. Never mind. Uh, Kenny Atkinson. He's on the Warriors bench. Who cares? <laughs> uh, um, Taz says our our dinosaur coach's defensive strategy that he never changes is from 2007 when teams made six threes per game. Oh man, I I literally don't understand what the defensive strategy is at this point it just seems to just like let everyone shoot threes as much as possible um we we gave up a lot of the thing is we gave up a lot of threes in that 20 2021 season but like we had insane like shooting luck versus teams where like they were breaking shots um it has all been crashing down ever since then and dibs has refused to adjust or change the strategy so it is it's it's just going to remain the same way I, I, I'm literally not expecting anything to change. I don't expect him to get fired. I don't expect him to make any changes. He's just going to continue doing stupid stuff until he gets fired, which isn't going to happen. So here we are, stuck with this team that's going to be painfully uh, mid all year. Oh, I'm so upset I keep it and push agenda today, bro. Julius had a good efficient game, and I don't even feel like pushing agenda. He's taking the joy out of pushing agenda. You know how hard that is to do? <sighs> oh! Um, Brian says Thibs shouldn't be allowed to leave MSG. Fire him. Allegedly, he should have got he, he should have got fired in the middle of the game. Listen, allegedly, I think there should be somebody outside <laughs> posted at MSG. Allegedly, oh who just has their sight set on him. Allegedly, with I'm not gonna say that. Anyway, allegedly. give Thibs a big hug after the game if you see him. Just give him a big hug. Give him lift him up even and just make sure that you know, make sure he's. He's sleeping well tonight, man. allegedly, with the man. fishes. I, I, I just can't get I just can't get over having this bad of a performance, and then we have to head out onto the road against a bunch of good teams, like in the West. Like to give up this type of performance and then have to go out on the road and then play the Jazz, the Warriors, the um, Nuggets. I told you he's not okay, surviving. See, the trip. again, he, he's not surviving the trip. It's done. He should he's, get fired before the trip. So he, he is gone. He is gone before Thanksgiving. I'm telling you now, he's gone before Thanksgiving because there's I, no I, way they're gonna. I don't think so. I just don't. I have no hope in them firing. I I I think it's over. I think it's over, and we're almost at the end of salvation. We're almost at the freedom land. You know, the, you don't see the Shawshank Redemption. He comes out. It's raining. His arms up in the air. Like we're so close. So even though we struggle now, we persist. We strut. We strive forward. Uh God, I just need. I need some kind of hope. I need some kind of hope for this team, dude, because this team is just moribund as all hell. Like, mid and moribund. That's all they have. Oh, man. Um, Let's see. H22. Dibs is a disgrace all throughout last year. We've seen 30 play like ass, and not once he was benched. RJ stunk it up in the first half, and not to give him a sec a chance in the second half is nasty. Yeah, I mean, we 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 know we know how the hierarchy on this team works. We know how the coach works. Thirty is his guy, no matter what. He, I mean, he pulled Obi in favor of him in the fourth quarter, even when he Obi had Obi Obi. for forty, bro. <laughs> He, Dude, like, I, why would you not play Obi instead of Fournier? What is he giving you? I don't. I, I don't know. And I guarantee he's gonna be like, well, you know, the three turnovers really sank us in the fourth quarter. Like, shut, shut up, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear this man speak. You think he grew out a beard and all of a sudden go up? Like, no, bro. Same coach, just raggedy ass beard. Like, yeah. 
Um, JL, RJ benching is fine. He was terrible, but where's the same energy when Randall's playing bad? Again, same. I feel the same way. Um, Mosif says 145 points with, and we scored, we scored, we scored how many in the fourth? Uh, we scored in the fourth quarter 29 points. And they scored 23. We outscored them in the fourth and they. But they gave us back to back 43 balls. The Thunder are a better team than you, and they're actively trying to be bad. The Jazz are a better team. Like, think of all the teams that are actively trying to be bad, and they're better than you. Like, the only teams that straight up like are not better than you, Minnesota, who are it's like Minnesota tire fire. The Lakers tire fire. Charlotte injured. Detroit tanking. Like. This team is actually trying to be bad. Like, San Antonio blew it up and is better than you. It's Philadelphia better. is, like, in a tailspin. They're better than you. Like, Brooklyn literally had drama going into training camp and then going into the season to the point where they were out like... Going into the game versus us, where they absolutely embarrassed us. How many times is this Knicks team going to get embarrassed within the first, like, 20 games of this season? Like, it's already happened so many times, and... I, I don't think it's I don't think it's over. I think Utah and, and Denver games have potentially be very very nasty. The altitude yeah, really I, messes I, with I, the I, I think Denver is gonna straight up give us some buckets. Like, it's like gonna, be gonna give us a good old thirty and ten because that's what he does. Like I just I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. Oh man, Menel um, F says Dolan should clean house if Dibs isn't fired after today's atrocity of a game. Yeah, I mean the front office seems to be content, and if they're gonna hold on to Dibs, then just get the front office out of here because that's their guy. Um, all those reports last year of like you know some some voices in the front office wanted him gone. It's just like they're not prominent enough. Yeah, clearly. They're not loud enough. Like, I don't care how much you're going to bang your chest behind closed doors if it's not happening when it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, let's see. Man F also says, um, I really can't believe how some think Thibs isn't holding back the ceiling slash floor of this team. This guy is literally tanking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when you see, like... Again, the minutes distribution of like when players are playing well, what is like, what is going, what is happening on the court? I mean, Obi and IQ come in and immediately things are like moving quickly. They're getting their buckets. I mean, IQ was just phenomenal tonight in terms of like getting to the basket. He was able to just get whatever he wanted in the paint. And he played six minutes in the first half. Six minutes in the first half. Six minutes in the first half, and the only reason why his his like minutes distribution looks decent, he played his the entire fourth quarter. Yes. So again, like when when people say when people say Thibs is holding back the ceiling, and the floor of this team, it has oh, to do with. Oh, 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 oh. Ever forty played the entire fourth quarter, by the way. Yes. Yep. Ever Fournier, Jericho Sims, and Emmanuel quickly played the entire fourth quarter. This is coaching malpractice. How do you not Why know how to stagger? Fournier playing the entire fourth quarter and Jalen Brunson couldn't buy a minute. Or why is buy a minute? Why are players playing the fourth the whole for, the whole entire fourth quarter in general? Like why can't this coach just stagger? Like that is just mind-boggling to me. Like the fact that some fans cannot see how that's an issue and how another coach would come in and immediately be better, be better at it because almost every other coach in the league actually does it. Like, I just don't understand how you can be so dumb or dense on purpose or by accident to like, not realize what another coach would do with this, with this team and like this, these type this, of situations. It's malpractice. It's just malpractice, man. It's malpractice. And I'm just, ugh. Um, Chris Bernhardt says, "How much money does Quinn Snyder want?" <laughs> I think it's ass. Stop it. 
Is he better than Thibs though? Yes, but that's a low bar to clear, bro. You could give it me, is a low bar to clear. Just, just give me Johnny Bryant. Like I don't care about Quinn Snyder that much. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Let's see more comments. Yay, <laughs> Christopher Vieira. IQ had eight points in his first six minutes in the first half and got pulled, but Fournier stayed in the game. Thomas should have been fired during the game. I totally agree. Um, I thought he should have been escorted out of the building, um, Charles Oakley style, um, by police yeah. and all. Yeah. He is an active threat to this team. Like I needed him like walking out in chains, like foot chains, hand chains, like bag over his face, like real Kane WWF style, like yellow orange jumpsuit and all, bro. Because he's a war criminal to this team. Like, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Taz, Thib's gonna go, gonna go down with the ship leaning heavy on 30, 13 in rows, isn't he? The Vets. Um, yeah, I tweeted out today. I was like, this team is so easy to beat. Just fire the coach and trade the Vets, please, because... Just give us something fresh to watch every night, please. Yeah, like just... tonight is one of to not tonight, but this afternoon is one of those days where, you know, these guys should have pulled a Steve a Steve Mills and a Scott Perry and pulled up after the game with a press conference and be like, we are disappointed in the performance of this team so far. And then a couple games later, just fire the guy. Cause I mean Everyone laughed at the way the Knicks handled that David Fisdale situation, but like David Fisdale wanted to go. It was the right thing to do. They maybe didn't go about it the right way, but shit, why not just put the team on blast like that? Like this point at this at this point, this team deserves it. Um, the coach deserves it. Like, but no, these are his guys, so they're not gonna do that. I'm asking too much. Um H22. He then put Brunson on Giddy and let Cam guard Wiggins. Yeah, he was so dumb with like who he was putting on certain. Like, I, I why don't, I don't not? Even, I, don't, I don't even hate Brunson on Giddy, but it's also like, why? Like, I don't hate that matchup, but like Cam guarding Giddy makes more sense. Yes, the length it bothered. Like, it bothers yeah, him. like I don't care about because like Giddy doesn't have an outside shot unless he plays the Knicks. But even still, like. I don't know, man. I knew Giddy was going to hit a couple threes on us, man. He always hits threes against us. Giddy really gave us a fucking triple-double, bro. Again. Again. Um, so the Strickland account tweeted today, tweeted um, just like seven minutes ago, if you're like me, you probably saw Cam and quickly defending their asses off amidst the chaos and thought, what would the two of them look like next to RJ? How could they help him? I was also thinking the same thing. I was also thinking... Where's Grimes? Why not try Grimes with these two? They're, that would be a really nice defensive trio against, you know, the pain in the asses that were Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, and Lou Dort. I thought that would have been a perfect, you know, trio to go against that. Or even RJ, too. Um, if you were worried about the foul trouble, I would have said Grimes. But either one of those two would have been great. But no, he put in Fournier with those two. Um, or Derrick Rose. Um, the trio of IQ Reddish RJ has played four minutes together this entire season season surely no other coach would try to look at this matchup not even this matchup this trio a lot more given their defensive potential and their offensive upside but no i have not watched the film three times to know if this is something good or not i don't know three guys with like plus wingspans and you know that defend their asses off and you know can score I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me, but what do I know? I'm not an NBA coach. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm exhausted just talking about What this. do I know? I'm not an NBA coach. What do I, I know? I feel I'm just I'm, I'm just a preschool teacher. That's all I am. That likes the Knicks. That's all I am. Bro, the, I kids, the kids I work with, and but the, the kids we both work with could probably do more than tips right now. Like, Definitely. Definitely. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. Um, 
Christopher Vieira, I don't want to root against the team I love, but I will be more than fine losing every game on this trip if it means Thomas mm. is fired at the conclusion of it. Get him the out of here. Um, Yeah, I'm someone that doesn't root for losses, but I'm also rooting for the best interest of the team. And if that results in the coach getting fired and us leading to a more, you know, fun product on the court, at least, at the very least, then hey. I will be somehow rooting for losses. But we don't have to root for losses because we'll be playing against good teams and the Knicks don't beat good teams this year. So Tom Thibodeau said he's disappointed by the up-and-down nature of the last few games of the Knicks. You were the reason why the team was up and down. I was just about to say, who does he think is responsible for this? The meme, we are all looking for who's responsible for this. The guy in the hot dog suit. It's the Hannibal Lecter me, and like Eric Andre, like he shoots it, and he's like, the team up and down nature. Who would do such a thing? Like it's you, it's you. You are, are the problem. We are all searching for who is responsible for this. Um, I need to find that quote. Where is it? Uh, Tim Bontemps. God, man, I just did they did they bother to ask him who does he think is responsible for this? Like, that would be my next follow-up question. Yeah. I, I just, I just, man. Oh, my God. I just, I have nothing else to talk about because it's just going to be bemoaning for the next however long. All right, here's Severings with a positive comment. I noticed Severings, he, he commented on our other other um, post-game stream that we were we were overreacting. Severing, so I do want to ask you now, though, do you think we're overreacting? This has been a common trend. Not even this year. It's going back to last year. Last year. We're, our upset, our, our upsetness is never at the here and now. It has been a buildup of the constant, like, stupidity that this coach has brought upon this team. But here you are with a positive comment, so we will address it. Dude, Cam and Quickly were the only two players who played well. So, of course, they were going to be in at the end. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with them playing at the end of the game. I just have a problem with um, dudes playing whole quarters. There's a the thing called staggering that this coach refuses to do. Um, the fact that Quickly played the entire fourth, Sims played the entire fourth, and Fournier played the entire fourth is just insanity to me. You can stagger. Um, I know RJ didn't have the best game, but if you don't want to play him, play Grimes. Like, just toss Grimes in there, like, He's available. You say he's available. He's situational. This seems like the perfect situation to be situational in. But again, what do I know? I'm not a coach. I don't know anything. Um, I haven't watched the game three times. Yes, we have not watched the game three times yet, so we cannot make any like decisions. Um, but yeah, I thought Cam and Quickly and Obi, they were the three bright spots of the team. I really liked Cam embracing contact, going to the basket. Um, a big thing of his has been avoiding contact. So I I very much was welcome to him embracing the contact today. And he got a couple and one baskets. And, you know, he was playing really well. So, yeah. Um, I didn't have a problem with him. Quickly, I thought, also did a great job, a concerted effort at going to the basket. Um, and, you know, the jump shot really wasn't all that well. But, like, it was good to see him go to the basket and, like, Get get tough and one baskets um, going, and that's something that we haven't really seen from him um, that often early this season. <sighs> Anything to say about Cam and quickly? Cam Reddish is being allegations slowly but surely. So I'm proud of him. He did well <laughs> today. Like Cam Reddish has a good golf clap. Emmanuel quickly gets a good black graduation clap, and the rest of the team gets fucking disappointments and stern looks for me. I have nothing else to say. Shout out to Quickly. Shout out to Quickly actually like finding his shit and getting himself together today. I think that I I think that game against the Pistons was a get right game and I think him hitting that dagger really gave him the confidence to, you know, embrace this approach this game with more aggressiveness, which was very welcome to see. Didn't get top through no confidence though, so it doesn't even matter. Like my boy went to Sunday service, he got his mind right, he praised the Lord this morning, he walked in, Warren sap on the fucking phone, like or Warren sap on the phone, and he just like playing his 
you know, he got the hymns going this morning and stuff like that. He was in a good mood. He played a great game. Defense was popping. Offense was great. Everything going well. Like, that's why teams are calling about him. And they're going to be calling even more, especially after this performance. Like, that's why they're calling. Because they're like, he had, oh, 18 min- he had 18 points in 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Of course, teams are going to be calling. They're like, well, why? let's get this guy on our team so we can give him more minutes and see what he does with our squad. Dude, I, tell, I guarantee you right now, Phoenix is probably like, yeah, we'll give you a pick for him. I guarantee you Phoenix is calling about him. Yeah, touchdown, Saquon. Let's go. Let's go. I love this game. I love this game. Oh, my God. But, yeah, of course teams are calling about quickly. They want to give him probably a bigger role on, on their team and, you know, see what he can do with their squad. He's a winning basketball player. Even when he doesn't have a shot going, I saw someone address this earlier in a comment. I didn't address it, but – even when the shot isn't going, he does everything else pretty well. He's defending his ass off today. Shout out to him. He's always defending real, but I think today it was like even more evident because the rest of the team was just that bad defensively. But yeah, he played really well defensively. You know, he's always going to give you the good rebounding, the, the distributing. Like he's just always going to give you something. Even if it's not scoring, he's going to co- provide something that leads to winning. And that's all you can appreciate. Um, that's all you can ask for in a player. I just quickly get so much shit for being a good player, and I cannot understand why. I really cannot understand why quickly gets so much shit because he's such he's so versatile. Versatile again, he's versatile. He's useful. He does everything he needs to do, and the offense is coming along. But the defense is there, and like the Knicks, like the Knicks fans love good defense, like. Good defense has been a staple of the Knicks forever. And, like, a guy – like, look at Frank. Frank was literally a cult hero on this fan base because he played really good defense. Emmanuel quickly plays better defense than Frank does, and he also gives you more offensively. He just had some struggles. But, like, some, for, for some reason, he just gets shit, and I don't get it. But it's like, hey, man, I would just love to see him turn it around early. Like, he, he, he deserves to. He's been playing his ass off, so I'm happy. Seems like Severinx is one of those Thibs defenders. He's dropped another comment in here talking about why when a mediocre team like the Knicks is mediocre, do you want the coach fired? Because, because the coach, because if the team is mediocre and the, medi- and the roster is mediocre, then the coaching isn't going to change anything. You might as well just fire him. What is he going to make the team any better? Also, we know we've seen what this team looks like when the good players get consistent minutes. And like, we're not even asking Thibs to do like the impossible and like make this team like a 60 win team or something. We're asking him to play, like just coach a basketball team cohesively, stagger players. Like why are there moments on the court where RJ Brunson and Randall are all not on the court? Like you can play, you can stagger your, your, your top options so that way they're playing with better parts of the bench and it's not whole bench units out there. Like what coach besides Doc Rivers plays all bench lineups? Like, why do you do that to yourself? You are coaching at a, at a, at a disadvantage when you do that. Like we are asking him to do things that good coaches would do. And that would raise the ceiling of the team. Cause it is possible. We are, we have seen what it looks like in spurts when the best players are able to play with each other. He does not do it on a consistent basis. And tonight was, t- not tonight, but today was a perfect example. He could have played Obi and Randall together more because they were they were obviously giving us issues with spacing the court and playing five out more. Today was the perfect opportunity for that, and he refused to do it. He refused to do it. These are the type of things that we criticize for a coach for when the team is mediocre. We see things on a on an inconsistent basis that if they were played on a more consistent basis could lead to more success not even just now but for the future these players are young they need to play with each other and see what we have with them before it's time to pay all of them and before you know we have to consolidate and get rid of some guys like we just want to see what we have and the coach is refusing to do that like the ultimate point is basically just like if you fire Tibbs, does anything happen to this team subjectively that you're like, oh, no, can't happen? No! Like, he he isn't having this team play above their talent level. You could argue they're probably playing below it or just close to it. So at that point, they're like, okay, 
cool. I great. You haven't you haven't differentiated yourself enough as a coach to warrant keeping your job. And this goes back to last year when the team was actively underperforming because of him. So like when it gets to that point, then it's okay. Well, what's the benefit of having Tom Thibodeau coach this team? He had a great 2020. I'm not taking that away from him. Great 20, like a great 2020. Um bad 2021 and so far his coaching this season has been mediocre to bad like i haven't felt that he's coached like a truly great game yet so what's the point of keeping him around there's no benefit none whatsoever um all right let's see christopher vier did y'all see 30 on defense the team Today, well, I can't read. The team was terrible on that end, but this man was legit just walking around out there. Get 30 off this team. It does not work, and it is pointless. Yeah, he was letting dudes just, like, he was giving dudes the red carpet to the to the, to the the basket. Um, and, like, again, when he got when he got brought back in for Obi, I thought, okay, if you're not going to go Obi Randall, then you just keep Obi in because – he was just doing a little bit better on that end. And I think it made that much more of a defense. Uh, I can't even speak anymore. This team has melted my brain. Um, made more that much more of a difference. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. This team is going to like, I'm going to be incapacitated mentally by the end of the season because this team is just Sad. melting my brain. But yeah, I, I thought his defense today was, 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 was bad. A lot of the team's defense today was bad. It was just really bad today. Like, but like with him, it's been a consistent thing with being bad on defense. So, yeah, I mean, you're hoping that he wakes up on that end at some point because we know there's some capabilities there. Um, it's not like he is like undersized or something or like he's like frail, like Poku or something like we know he can do it if he wants to. It's just does he want to? And right now it seems like he doesn't want to. But yeah. I, I just, yeah. <sighs> yeah, he wasn't good today, man. I, nobody was, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> he got his numbers. <laughs> He's happy. <laughs> um, Brian, I hope Obi and IQ speak out soon about their role. They should be disgusted. I, I mean, they're, IQ kind IQ kind of did with like his agent basically like re- like you remember like when his agent basically like retweeted a bunch of stuff. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I have to send that to you. But like it was like a few weeks ago, and Obi like tweeted um IQ's agent tweeted out like Jude Sudipo. Um, I forget his name. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but like he basically was like you know if they were better people, if they were like different people, they would have said something sooner. So like I think he's, they know. He's they know. Much, he's too much of a good soldier. I'm telling you, this team has too many good soldiers. I'm telling you, like they're all Christian. You know, God-fearing men with kids and wives and families they care about. IQ um, and Obi, they need to pull a KPJ, man. They need to just, like, go ballistic on the bench one day or something. I need some thugs. <laughs> every every good team got a thug. Every good team got a thug and a white shooter. And we ain't got no white shooter and no thugs. We That's why we're struggling. Like... We need a thug. We need somebody who's gonna rock the boat a little bit. Yeah, they, 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 they. they t- I've been saying this since the off season. I said we, they're good soldiers. They're never gonna say anything. They're, they are going to like play their role and be content with it, even if they think they should get more minutes. Because I do think they both think they should get more minutes. But yeah, they're gonna play their role and they're just gonna be like, yes, sir, and keep on bring going. Back, bring back Mook. Mook would have did some shit. <laughs> Mook would have punched somebody. He would have punched Dibs. Exactly. Mook would have somebody. We need someone that's going to choke the coach Latrell Sprewell style. <laughs> Freak by Alfred. <laughs> I don't think Alfred would have done that. No, he had, he, had, he had a little bit of, like, he had that one game against, like, um Jay Crowder. Oh, when he pushed up him. Okay, Freak by Jay Crowder. There we go. Jay Crowder will be the thug with this team. Um, Jordan Bub, shout out. Drop a like and subscribe to the channel. Help, help out the guys get over 1K. Yes, sir. Definitely help that out. We see we got 28 viewers in here. Make sure y'all leave a like and subscribe. Helps us out a ton. Um, we are on the road to 1K. Um, Severinx, again, we should have we would have to give up a first round pick to get off Fournier. So it's better to bury him on the bench and try to trade him in the offseason. See, here's the thing: the coach isn't gonna do that. So you gotta trade him. And at this point, um, to Tyrese's point last stream, where he said, um, 
attach the Bucks protected and give him to the Spurs, I'd do that in an instant, honestly. Because Dibs is going to continue to play him. Like, even Grimes is back, and he says it's, like, conditioning and stuff like that. He he played Grimes today. He played him, but then he closed with Fournier for for some odd reason. Um, but, yeah, he's going to continue to play him no matter what, I think. Like, and you just have to get rid of him. It's the same thing with Burks. It's the Burks situation all over again. And the problem, Burks wasn't even the problem. He was Burks good. good. He was just playing the wrong role. Like, oh. why are you playing Alec Burks at point guard? I mean, let's not even get into that because that just opens up a can of worms from last year. But... Um, yeah. Um, Christopher Vieira also says, why do we got to be pissed off and confused watching the Knicks because of Thomas? We ain't winning a title this season, and I am more than happy to watch a functional team led by young guys. Hey, man, y'all pissed off. I'm chilling. I'm I'm pissed off, but, like, I'm pissed off only because, like, like, the coach is still here. Like, I'm upset with the coaching, but, like, man, like, this team is still, like, eh, I mean, I'm still watching, no. Okay. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not. Terry, you're trying to drink the Kool Aid. You just took like a little sip and you're no, just like, no, no, it's no, not no. that good. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Need more sugar. Need more sugar. Yeah. You can't do it. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's the, co- the coaching kind of tends to bother it. Let me stop. Oh, man. We got a whole bunch of com- comments still rolling in. Shout out to everyone. Um, Chris Riviera, the, the new defense of Thomas by his defenders. We don't have a star, so this is the best we can do as a team. The coach and his defenders just delusional if they think this is optimizing the roster. Um, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen like I've seen someone say today on Twitter, "Oh, there's too many egos on the team." It's like, dog, coach, if you're a coach and you can't handle egos, you're in the wrong business. Like, go coach tennis or something. Like, go yeah, coach a like, tennis player, bro. Like. And you think tennis players don't got no ego, bro? Tennis players exactly. got ego. Like, I tell you, but if you think that's too many egos, go deal with just one ego in the tennis no, Like, literally, <laughs> the whole point of coaching is to manage personalities. Like, and who the hell in this team deserves an ego? Who in this team deserves an ego? I don't think anyone on this team really has an ego. Like, nobody I'm, has an ego. Everybody's been, like, pretty chill about everything. I don't even think Julius. This year he's been. This year he's been a little bit better about it. But I think last year there was there was a guided thing. meditation, bro. MSG is pushing that propaganda nastily this year. <laughs> they are pushing propaganda nastily. They, we got you and Chris on payroll, low key. <laughs> Talk, I'm not even talking about guided meditation. I would never be that filthy. Okay, at least I have some kind of. I have some sort of decor when I push my agenda, bro. I'm never talking about mental state, but like, dude. Like guided meditation, <laughs> smiling, and the they have ju- been, they have been wicked it. They've been joy. wicked with it. Fuck. They've been wicked with it. I've never seen Mike Breen fillet a player so heavily. I've he never seen it. Mellow like this when Mellow was having that God season. Dog, I hate it, Mellow. They've never done this for a player. This Clyde has to be this has to Mello. be a message from Leon Rose himself. To re- rehab his image. It has to be. Like, I get if they're trying to, like, sell him off for some kind of asset, then sure, whatever. Fillet him until, he, like, you want to get something good. But, like, I just... It's man. become nasty. I've had to mute the broadcast at certain points because it's just like, all right, let's relax. Let's 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 talk about the product on the court, please, because that is what's the most important thing. But, yeah, back to Christopher's comment. Um, Yeah, a lot of Thibs defenders, they have been saying, we don't have a star, so this is the best the team is going to do. Blase, blase, blah. It's just insane to think that a star is what this team needs. Like, yes, we it would be nice to have a star, but there are ways that I've seen coaches around the league optimize rosters that don't have a star. Um, per se, the team that we're about to play the next game, they don't have a star. They're 10 and 4. They have optimized their 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 abilities to the best that they can. Um, so it's we're not asking for like for the impossible. We're not asking for God himself to come down and work wonders. Like we're just asking for a coach to optimize the talent that he has cuz we have a lot of good players on our team. They just not being utilized the right way. And it's been this case for quite some time. Um so we're not asking for do all that like man, I just there, there's just at some point you just got to acknowledge the fact that hey, this team could be better than they are. And holding on to things for the sake of holding on to things just isn't worth it. 
So, yeah, yeah, that's it. There is like there's nothing else to say because I try to feel like all the points that we can make have just been made. Yeah. This 145 shit. to the 25th offense in the league. Wow. Okay, like, so it's 25th in the league. In it's offense. the same song and dance every game. It's either we beat a team barely or we lose to a team that we shouldn't be losing to and we get blown out by at least double digits. Like, the Detroit Pistons gave us a game. Yeah, that's why that last game when, you know, I thought even then Thib should Thib's seat should, should have still been hot. Like, I don't care that we won, but I said, like, Detroit and OKC, those two games, like, after those two games, if we lose both of them, I mean, we won one. We almost lost it, but, like, his his seat should still be very, very hot, if not scorching. If not, he should already be ejected off of the seat. Like, but, yeah. yeah um, let's get I... some more comments. Uh <laughs> Um, Hawkeye 420. Wow, this is a very, very, very negative comment. We are really getting into the negativity here. What's the best landing spot for IQ OB Gam? Where can they take legit leaps? Because it's not with New York Knicks. Walt Perrin might dip before Dolan cleans house. We are getting really deep in the negativity here. Wow. All right. Um, the best landing spot, I man. I don't even want to talk about that, man. Like, why? Why are we going there? <laughs> like, I, I'm all for some negativity, but man, like, getting rid of the three, the three best players from tonight. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> do you think that all of them are going to stay in this team past next no. year? No. So, like, especially if they keep the coach, I don't. I, I, deep down in my soul, if this front office stays. And Julius Randle comes out this season putting up like 20, 10, 3 on like 60 true shooting, which he's aiming towards. I I think Obi Toppin's off the team. And I'm not saying that because I want Obi Toppin off the team, agenda or otherwise. But I'm saying that because he's doing what they want him to do. And at that point, it's going to be harder to trade him if he's giving you the raw numbers. And I've been saying this for two years. Where I've said basically, Obi Toppin to the coach and to a to a lesser extent the front office has it outplayed Julius enough to the point where he could really take that role. And if Julius comes back and has a nice bounce back season, and it basically is the leading scorer, leading rebounder again, and efficient this time, why are they trading him? Well, there's so much context that's like missing within those raw numbers. Granted, there's context, but at the same time, you could just you could talk it up to coaching. True, but gonna, I guarantee they all need to go. They're, they're gonna I'm, chalk I'm, it up to coaching, and they're I'm gonna so be like, okay, team. Oh my gosh, like so many but people like, need to go. <laughs> like that, I, about, I, I was holding off on this, but I'm going to do a rebuild Knicks thread today oh. on 2K. So, so tune in for that. If you follow me on Twitter, tune into that. That will be happening today. I'm doing a rebuilding the Knicks thread today. I've been holding off on it because I was going to do it after. I forgot what game I was going to do it after, but they won that game. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off for a little bit. We'll do it now. Tonight, today's the perfect opportunity. They just got embarrassed. They, they, they're on the trend. They're about to get embarrassed probably on this West Coast road trip. So stay, stay tuned for that. If you follow me on Twitter, I will have that. Later on today, Nick's rebuild thread. We are cleaning house. We are cleaning house. It's over. It's over. Uh, yeah, man. But like I'm, t- I'm telling you, it feels like that's how it's gonna head. Where it's basically like, okay, well, we have no incentive to really move. Like we're do- we don't want to pay Obi. Julius is putting up the numbers. Are we gonna pay IQ? Maybe. Maybe not. Cam Reddish, we want to pay him? Probably not. We got two draft picks, whatever, whatever. Like, this offseason, this offseason, man. This offseason. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I got nothing else to really say, dude. Yeah, I'm just going to get to a couple more comments before we head out of here because I don't want to be on here longer than an hour, honestly. Um, (laughs) But um, let's see. Oh man, I really like. I'm just trying to pick these comments very. Um, Ace Bouchard, Wemby Watch. No. Are we officially on Wemby Watch? No, not yet. No, 
this team's not getting Wemby anyway. Like, don't even get your hopes up for Wemby. Yeah, Adam Silver don't bangs with us like that. The luck's not in our favor. For NBA granted us that granted us that one favor um, in '85, and they're like, "All right, screw you guys." Ever since. <laughs> um. Yep. Let's see. Jordan Bob asks, "How many games we win on the West Coast road trip? Utah, Denver, Golden. We don't win any of them, man. I'm sorry." We don't win any of them. There's no team that we're beating out there. There's no team. Maybe, maybe Phoenix and Devin Booker gets so drunk before a game that somehow he comes in just stumbling. But even so drunk, Devin Booker probably gives us a good 20. So, like, yeah. I, I think we go winless, and I think he's fired on the West Coast trip. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see us winning. All right, then he asks about the next 10 games. So that's Utah, Denver, Golden State, Phoenix, OKC, Detroit, all on the road, Portland, Memphis, Milwaukee, Dallas at home. We um, beat Dallas because that's in the contract and we beat Detroit. Otherwise, we're losing. I mean, yeah, Detroit, Detroit if they had, if they got Cade, I don't know. I, I still think we beat Detroit because, again, they, they almost beat us the other day with Killian Hayes and Alec Burks as their back. Fair, but at the same time, I think, they, I think they beat Detroit. And I think we beat Dallas because we always beat Dallas. Whatever happens, we will always beat Dallas. I think this is the year Dallas beats us. No, nah, because, like, all we need to do is just give Luca buckets. Like, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Like, you know you're, you're just, like, you're literally, like, asking – for yeah. him to like recreate the rising stars performance in MSG. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, Washington too? Or, no, we don't play Washington. Never mind. No. But like, uh you're literally asking Tim Hardaway Jr. to recreate that rising stars performance in MSG. <laughs> like you're literally just asking for it, saying Tim Hardaway won't do nothing. It's like him or Christian Wood might have like a master class performance. Christian Wood been getting buckets this year, by the way. He's yeah, like the perfect cool. big man to to, to cook us. Especially shooting them threes. Yeah, Christian was solid. He, he's always been solid. Yeah, just had that issue last year being on the losing team. I think he didn't like that. He just can't hit free throws for whatever reason, which is weird. But like, yeah, he's solid. Um, Chris Bernhard says, "Here's one thing that you should never aspire to be: mediocre. Either be outright bad or be a title contender and send to that rank through playing our best players. Mediocrity is like being in hell." Yeah, I mean, mediocrity is being in purgatory in the NBA, basically. Um, if you're too good to tank or you're you're too good to tank but not good enough to be like a playoff team or a consistent playoff team, then, yeah, I don't really see the point in what you're doing as a team, especially if it's something that's being consistent. Um, that one year from us really looks like a fluke and very much was so, but it kind of was very detrimental to the process of this team going forward. I think if we outright stunk that year, I think things go way differently this year. But we cannot live in hypotheticals. This is not an episode of Marvel's What If? So we will move on. Um, Let's see. I did not say bring Fisdale back as a coach. I don't know where you guys are getting that. I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> so Fisdale, man, he he's 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 assistant GM, I think, of the Jazz. I mean Yeah. Fisdale's out here building winning life. rosters. He's he's living life right now. He's building a winning <laughs> roster. Is Leon Rose doing that? I'm not sure. Um That's yes, all I gotta say. Um Fisdale contributing to winning. Christopher Vieira, to your point, Tyrese, he said, Obi has outplayed Randall, and, but Thomas always pulls him when he does. Yeah, I mean, when you see Randall's, when you see Obi's um, stats in the end of last year, especially when he had starters minutes in general, and if you just look at Per 36 as of recently, he can put up those same counting stats, but help the team win more. He can also smile in case Mike Breen is worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Obi does a lot of smiling. So, you know, Breen and Clyde, they'll be very happy. But yeah, I mean, Obi can get those same counting stats. I mean, we see what he does in limited minutes at this point. Like, it's just, it's it's easy for him. Like, it, I, I, I just don't think they buy him. I don't they don't, they which is, is, is an indictment on them and why they should be gone and why I'm cleaning house on 2K today. But um, yeah, 
Um, I think that's where we will end today. Shout out to everyone that tuned in. At one point, we had about like 36 viewers. So, you know, shout out to everyone that was that was tuned in. Shout out to everyone that yeah. left a comment. Um, that, sorry if we couldn't get to your comment. I, I'm sure a lot of the comments address similar things to what we um, talked about. Um, we will be back after the Jazz game, sadly. Um, hopefully, the Jazz don't embarrass us too much. Um, sh- check out everything Strickland related in the description. We have links to the site, merch, Twitter, and Patreon, all great ways to support us going forward. Leave a like and subscribe. Help us get to 1K subs. We are trying to get there as soon as possible. Helps out a ton if you do all those things. We will catch you guys after the Jazz game on Tuesday. Peace out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.